It is remarks after his presidential immunity hearing yesterday. Former President Trump claimed there would be, quote, bedlam in the country if he's prosecuted. Oh, I'm sure he's right. Parade floats, blocking traffic, a massive champagne shortage. You wouldn't be able to walk a block without a stranger kissing you. Ah, uh, yes, the violent mob of criminals we call the Democrat Party uh, making light. Yeah, he said there'd be bedlam if he's, what did he say? He said if he's kept off the ballots. Isn't that what he said? Uh, and uh, the propaganda apparatus of the DNC kicked in. We live in very treacherous times. Very dangerous times. Too much left. Way too much left. Well, welcome back. And happy Thursday. If you were with us in the last hour, I I shared with you a litany, a long list of crazy, crazy anti-Semitism in the United States and, and around the world. But the Democrat Party is the driving force here in the United States and beyond. People that call themselves liberals... The government of South Africa going to The Hague, the international court at The Hague, accusing Israel of genocide, and they're opening two days of hearings at The Hague to put Israel on trial for genocide against the radical Islamic terrorist army called Hamas, which is dedicated openly and unambiguously to the genocide of the Jewish people and the eradication, the elimination of the state next door. I also shared with you stories about a New York City public school that has a map on the wall that shows the Middle East with Israel scratched off and Palestine written in instead. Harvard University taking a a three-week trip to Israel where they will spend their time at Birzit University, which has pledged their allegiance to Hamas. And a bunch of students have been arrested for their terrorist activities at this university Harvard is bringing their traveling band to this university in the West Bank. They have their own university. They have their own elections. They have their own waterfront. They have their own. uh, But they they can't just live in peace. They want to murder everybody next door. But never mind that. They also voted at the university a a pro-Hamas organization in to lead the, the university. And that's where Harvard is taking their students. That's that is a very interesting. It's a call it a Harvard summer program. Might be a pogrom, uh, and uh, pretty amazing stuff. The Anti Defamation League, which is now headed by an Obama administration official, says that they're shattering all records with anti-Semitic incidents in the United States. Harvard University's president had to step down to her eight hundred and fifty thousand dollar a year teaching job because of the rampant anti-Semitism at Harvard. And, uh, you know, not a big thing in her smug, smirking, dismissive, arrogant behavior on Capitol Hill when called up there by Congress to explain the rampant anti-Semitism at Harvard, which is also rampant at MIT, uh, also in Boston, and also rampant at the University of Pennsylvania in Philadelphia and beyond. We've seen it at the George Washington University in Washington, D.C. We're seeing it all over the place. It's a peculiar thing. I've never been able to quite figure out this anti-Semitism. 
Um, also, still no FBI arrests in the more than 350 attacks on Catholic churches in the United States since that Supreme Court decision on Roe v. Wade because the Democrats really love abortion. God, do they love abortion. No reporting on the Muslim massacres of Christians in Nigeria, which uh, took place over Christmas and didn't appear in the Washington Post or the New York Times or on CNN or anyplace else. Uh, CNN wrote up a little piece on it where they actually explained <laughs> almost hilariously, they, they actually uh, tried to argue that the violence perpetrated by Muslim groups against Christian villages in Nigeria, massacres and burning houses and churches and uh, on Christmas, CNN explained that the violence is often painted as ethno-religious conflict between Muslim herders, Muslim herders, they herd animals, and mainly Christian farmers, mainly Christian farmers. But, CNN reports, but climate change and expanding agriculture are also major factors. That's in the last four sentences of their lengthy piece. Uh, and... Uh, Pretty, pretty appalling, pretty embarrassing. CNN is an embarrassment to journalism and to Western civilization post-enlightenment. Just extraordinary stuff. So, you know, how many hundreds murdered, butchered, burned alive uh, because they're Christians? CNN says maybe climate change. And, you know, the, the herders, I love this, the herders and the farmers. Isn't there an old American musical that has a song about this? You know, the... The cowman and the farmer can be friends or something like that. This is, uh, this is crazy stuff, wacky stuff. And at the same time, I mentioned this to you in the last couple of days, that um, in San Francisco, they have a city council. They call it the Board of Supervisors, though, because they can't be normal about anything in San Francisco. But they had a, uh, a vote to condemn Israel and to call for a ceasefire, which is what Hamas is calling for. So the left-wing Democrats at the San Francisco City Council called the Board of Supervisors. They voted to condemn um, Israel and to demand a ceasefire because, you know, Israel is the bad guy. They're the oppressor because they're apparently closer to being white and they're all racist. They're, they've trained their white people to be anti-white. They've trained their Jewish people to be anti-Jewish. It's pretty amazing stuff. But they called for a ceasefire, and they condemned Israel because Israel's the bad guy here, right? So, ah, 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 ah. And the, uh, the resolution that they're pushing there. Social media rips San Fran board for dancing, clapping, after passing resolution calling for Gaza ceasefire. Did you see that? That's pretty crazy stuff. They're dancing and they're clapping. They're trying to rhyme. You know, they love things that rhyme, the left. What a bunch of privileged, out-of-touch, mask, masked weirdos, one user remarked about the video clip of them dancing and clapping like they're pretending to be Middle Eastern or something like that. Uh, just extraordinary. But before they had this vote, San Francisco supervisors approved resolution calling for a ceasefire in Gaza, and it is a condemnation of Israel because they're the bad guys there. And um, never mind all that. The, the news media is smoothing it over for the radicals in San Francisco. 
Supervisors in San Francisco approved a resolution calling for an extended ceasefire in Gaza that condemns Hamas. That's not true. It only condemned what Hamas did on October 7th. It does not condemn Hamas. The Associated Press is lying in the first sentence, as well as the Israeli government, and also urges the Biden administration to press for the release of all hostages. Hey, wait a minute. How many hostages are being held that the news media is completely ignoring? How many of them are American hostages that the news media is completely ignoring, that the Biden administration is completely ignoring, that America is completely ignoring? You know, it's not, what is this now, day 97 uh, since October 7th, the war in Israel? And, you know, where's Ted Koppel when you need him? Uh, Day 97, America held hostage, Israel held hostage. No, none of that. Ceasefire advocates and the audience erupted into cheers and chants of free Palestine after the 8-3 to vote on uh, uh, just amazing stuff. Last-minute compromise uh, proposed by Aaron Peskin, president of the Board of Supervisors. It's just, uh, it's just extraordinary. Um, and they did. They did. The Associated Press says they condemned Hamas. They did not. They condemned only what Hamas did on October 7th, very specifically the massacre of 1,200 people using knives to cut women in ways that I won't even describe here, uh, the kidnapping, the rape, the murders, the, the I know, and, uh, and San Francisco, the libs, they're, uh, they're with Hamas. Oh, we condemned Hamas. No, you condemned only the actions of Hamas on October 7th they are still dedicated, and their charter is still dedicated to the extermination of the Jewish state, which is genocidal racism, and uh, people that call themselves liberals. Amazing. Now, let's go, to, uh, let's go to some audio that I've got for you here. Jewish San Franciscan showed up at the Board of Supervisors meeting um, and explained that five members of his family were actually murdered by Hamas on October 7th, and uh, two of them taken hostage. And, and he's being jeered and mocked and almost spit at by the self-described liberals at the San Francisco Board of Supervisors, a.k.a. City Council meeting. Um, here, here is the, he didn't want to use his name, out of fear, fear of mob violence by people that call themselves liberals and vote Democrat. Five members of my immediate family who used to come visit me in San Francisco were murdered at Kibbutz Berry. On October 7th, two of those family members, this is my first cousins, were taken hostage, Noga and Shiri Weiss, and they were released as part of that second day of the releases of hostages. And I can tell you that this resolution does one thing. It fuels anti-Semitism and hatred, as exemplified in this room right now. Listen, the pig noises and everything else. This is pure anti-Semitism. And I have never, since I've moved to San Francisco, seen this kind of hatred against a minority group ever. Now, he's pausing public comment. This is the man making public comments. My family's massacred, kidnapped, and uh, they're making pig noises. Jew pig, Jewish pig making pig noises. Pigs are not kosher, and uh, nor are they halal. And uh, they're making pig noises, and they're mocking him, and people sitting behind him are giving him thumbs down, and they're making grunting noises and pig noises because they're anti-Semites. And it's mainstream liberal Democrat orthodoxy today. 
a public demonstration of hate against a minority group. If you replace a Jew with any other minority, it would be unacceptable. But look at the behavior just in this room. And this is what it's like through the rest of the city. My kids and I do not feel safe in San Francisco. And this resolution simply does advertisement and PR around the world and around and this country and this city for that lie. And rape is not resistance. Rape is not resistance. This is San Francisco. They're uh, saying rape is not resistance, he said, because of all the rapes perpetrated by Hamas and the kidnappings and rapes and torture murders uh, that these people who are uh, self-described liberals in San Francisco are supporting. And he says, rape is not resistance. And they're yelling, that's a lie, like nobody was raped. And then somebody's yelling, Epstein didn't kill himself, which is, you know, San Francisco. Just uh, just amazing stuff. It is. Um, let me, because I have not yet, and I've got more audio to get to now of a San Francisco city council member who's a leftist, radical extremist. Um, but before I go to her, let me take a phone call. Let's go to Robert calling from Montgomery County, Maryland. Robert, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Good morning, Chris, and uh, Happy New Year to you, sir. Happy, happy. Thank you. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, our our, uh, open-air insane asylum that we live in today, as you said, and the troglodytes are everywhere. They're rampant. Why don't these, you know, I have an idea. Why don't these, all these people from Harvard that are going over there, we need to check out how many of these people have student visas, how many of these people are actually here that are citizens of this country and don't have student visas and whatnot. And I think their their, their goal here, <clears throat> if this uh, conflict is still taking place with uh, the eradication of uh, the uh, troglodytes, Hamas, that uh, they're going to try to cause a ceasefire by going over there. That's that's my take on it. Very interesting. Well, the, uh, the Harvard people, if they want to make themselves uh, sacrificial sheep, um, I, I welcome that. <laughs> if they maybe they should go volunteer to be uh, taken hostage. Um, maybe they will be taken hostage involuntarily. Uh, but Harvard University pushing this is is really something that I thought I would never see in the United States of America. We're seeing a lot of things, Robert, that I thought I would never see in the United States of America, and all of it is coming from the left. While the left is simultaneously demonizing President Trump as the end of the world and destroyer of democracy and and uh, dictator, and I'm going to have President Trump. I'm going to. He was on television last night, addressed a lot of these important things. I'm going to share that with you as well. Uh, but Robert, it's the Democrat Party, isn't it? And and what do we do about this? I don't know, Chris. It's uh, <laughs> there's too many too many negative things happening in our world right now. There are. There are. And it's the left. I'm, you know, I'm correct when I when I point out they're not liberals. They're the left. And the left is, you know, the destroyer of worlds, the most prolific mass murderers of humanity in the history of humankind. The left just start the clock in 1917 with the Bolshevik Revolution. And look at the 20th century. Will we be able to save civilization for the 21st century? Without America, there's certainly no hope. And the left has really sunk their teeth into America. 
They've taken over the Democrat Party and they're sucking the lifeblood out of our culture, out of our economy, out of our military. And more importantly, really, out of, out of our culture, Western civilization, under assault. We are at 888-630-9625. Got that San Francisco City Council member. And I got President Trump from last night coming up as well. Hey, it's Chris Plant. Excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Visit ChrisPlantCruise.com. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. You know, I've got Democrat news all over the place. It's, it's crazy how much news the Democrats create. I'm going to get to the San Francisco radical extremist racist um, supervisor uh, in just a minute with their their resolution. But before I do, uh, Fox 5 in D.C. D.C. man says he was kidnapped, robbed, and attacked during commute home on K Street. I commute home on K Street. Not that I have a dog in this fight. A D.C. resident claims he was attacked, kidnapped, and robbed on K Street during his commute home. The man, who declined to reveal his identity for safety reasons because the terrorism of the left, told Fox 5 he's still shaken up after the terrifying experience. Says he was driving on K Street at 6th Street Northwest around 6.30 p.m. on Tuesday. He was in his car, driving, talking to his wife on his iPhone before he knew it. Suspect suddenly swerved in front of him, using the man, uh, causing the man to come to a stop. Came to a stop. Suspect got out of the passenger side of the car, broke the man's side mirror, driver's side mirror. The alleged victim said he rolled down his window to ask why he did that. Bad idea. Suspect stole his iPhone, began punching him repeatedly in the face and head, forcing the man into the passenger seat. Took the man hostage, drove him to an ATM said the suspect forced him to withdraw cash, then took off running. I feel really bad because I don't know how it's possible that this happened to me. The victim said, it's scary because I I think they're going to kill me. That's why I stayed in my seat. Don't say nothing. Don't say nothing. I don't say nothing, he says. This is uh, pretty normal stuff in D.C., where the Democrats defund the police and they adore the criminals who are their sons. Everyone should carry concealed all the time. Uh, Let me wrap up this uh, San Francisco idiocy where, uh, but you know, it's the liberal left is genocidal. They're genocidal anti-Semites. And they have this radical left winger named Hillary Ronan, Hillary Ronan, she claims that her father actually served in the Israeli Defense Force at uh, some point, and she's one of the authors of this Condemn Israel and Demand a Permanent Ceasefire. Uh, and they allegedly, and they, I don't know what the final language was, originally they just condemned Hamas and their actions on October 7th, but not Hamas generally. And here is 
Democrat, leftist, liberal, lunatic, mentally ill, Hillary Ronan, San Francisco Board of Supervisors, that means city council. This action that we're going to take today, it's going to play a role in saving lives in a real way. No, it's not. And despite many people claiming that we should have no business at the local level talking about these issues or taking a stand. Take a stand. I believe we're going to start something here today that's going to take off across cities all over the United States. It's going to take off uh, cities across the United States. And you should all move to the West Bank and convert to Islam and, um, you know, maybe self-immolate or uh, get a suicide vest or something. Like that. Really prove your commitment. Uh, also, Oakland did the same thing across the bay from San Francisco, voted unanimously to approve a permanent ceasefire. Uh, back in November, and uh, someone offered an amendment that would have added an explicit condemnation of Hamas, but they uh, voted that down. They uh, they rejected that. Con- condemn Hamas? Never. Come on. Hillary Ronan, self-described liberal. And if enough of us speak out, President Biden will have to listen. And there is no doubt in my mind that without the weapons, money, and backing of the United States, the far-right government in Israel will not be able to continue its ethnic cleansing campaign against the Palestinian people. And then they uh, voted in favor of this resolution to condemn Israel, now being accused of genocide at The Hague uh, by South Africa. Harvard University taking a group to the West Bank to a university there which loves Hamas so they can be educated in the ways of genocide. Go to Harvard. Get a degree in genocide. Uh, I minored in anti-Semitism, too. And then they voted in favor of the resolution. Free, free Palestine. They love to free Palestine. That's, uh, that's amazing stuff. Yes, it is. Hey, uh, what about the Nigerian Muslims massacring Christians on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day again this year and burning their houses down with people inside of them? Any, any uh, San Francisco Board of Supervisors resolution on that? Anything at all? No? No, I didn't think so. Wah, wah, wah. Our Democrat Party is unwell, unwell mentally. Uh, and and I, do, I do love the fact that the, the Washington Post uh, today, with an almost funny story, White House weighs menthol cigarette ban. They had wanted to ban Cools and Newports. There might be some other menthol cigarettes too, but really Cools and Newports. Because they said they would save hundreds of thousands of black lives because black lives matter. Remember that? That was a big lie by the Democrat Party. Last year, more than 10,000 African Americans were murdered in the United States. Not a peep. Not a peep because, you know, none of them by a white police officer. Otherwise, that'd be important. A single death is a tragedy. A million deaths are a statistic as their, their boy Joseph Stalin famously said. But the Washington Post today with a, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's almost hilarious that they're now backing off of their menthol cigarette ban because they see that it's not helping them in the polls with the black vote. 
and they're so concerned about losing the black vote that they've decided that hundreds of thousands of African-Americans that they said would die from smoking menthol cigarettes, uh, they can die because black votes matter. That is, that's their priority. The Biden administration and, by extension, the Democrat Party have now made their priorities clear. Black votes matter a lot more than black lives. That should be noted. If you're Jewish and you're a Democrat, what is the matter with you? Wake up, wake up, wake up. If you're black and you're a Democrat, what is the matter with you? Read just a little bit of history. I'm going to have to write this history down one of these days. Just uh, just extraordinary. All right, now I want to get to President Trump. I do want to get to President Trump. Uh, before I get to President Trump, I should take a, uh, a phone call, shouldn't I? We're at 888-630-9625. Let's go to, let's go to Jack calling from St. Pete Beach in Florida. Jack, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Chris, great show. Thanks, Jack. Yeah, I love listening to you. you got a nice sense of humor. <laughs> Thanks. One of the well, things that I want to address is uh, how the Republicans are handling these uh, committees that they're the chairman of. You know, and, what, and, and some of these things, they should be out there passing resolutions. Like one of the things that really bugs me is how do you use the RICO statute to prosecute a presidential campaign violation? Okay, they could, they could put out resolutions denouncing it, and hopefully in the next Congress they can do some serious legislative reform. We see that the Democrats are constantly trying to blur the lines of the Constitution, even civil procedure, like these clowns in Colorado. They know they have no jurisdiction over making or taking Trump over the ballot for insurrection. It's a ridiculous, a ridiculous case, but they're just throwing it at Trump and letting him fight it off. Well, listen, you're not alone in uh, wondering what's wrong with the Republican Party on Capitol Hill and the new Speaker of the House, Mike Johnson, who I'm still holding out hope. But it's uh, time to take out the baseball bat and start getting stuff done and not handing Chuck Schumer political victories with lots and lots of spending. It's uh, time to take the reins of power as the Speaker of the House for Speaker Mike Johnson and to to start cutting spending, to start cutting the size of government, to start working on the on the the annual deficits and uh, forget about the national debt, thirty four trillion dollars. If we started paying it off right now, Jack, at one dollar a second, it would take us well over a million years to pay off the national debt at a dollar a second. A million years, Jack. If I wanted to peel off one million one dollar bills to you at a dollar a second, it'd take me about eleven and a half days to peel off $1 million bills to you. Uh, if I wanted to pay off the national debt at the same rate of speed, it would take over a million years, a million years. I did the math on this. The New York Times did not because they're not a news organization and they're not on the side of Western civilization or America because they're the lefts. They're, they're the left. But, you know, look, there is... There's a lot going on on Capitol Hill, none of it particularly good, although the investigation into the impeachment of, uh, of Joe Biden is ongoing, and that's good. They did, uh, in the House committee yesterday, vote to hold Hunter Biden in contempt of Congress. Uh, he should now be arrested by the FBI using handcuffs and leg restraints 
at uh, Reagan Airport or wherever he is, as they did to Peter Navarro when they targeted uh, members of the Trump administration. But the FBI is not going to do that. They're too busy hunting down grandmas in Alaska that walked across the lawn of the Capitol three years ago. Uh, but we live in very corrupt times, Jack. And, and boy, if I were Speaker of the House, I'd, I'd find uh, the toughest five people on Capitol Hill and I would, and I would uh, you know, give them the power to start tearing stuff up. And, you know, you got to take control of the purse strings. That's the turn of phrase that's always used in Washington, D.C. because the House controls money. And Mike Johnson is not doing much and they're not passing bills and they're not, you know, Mike... Uh, give me a call. I'll uh, I'll drive up there. I'll I, I can help you out. They obviously need a lot of help. But uh, Jack, you're you're 100 right, and a great many millions of Americans agree with you completely. And since you mentioned the insurrection, uh, I I want I got to share uh, you know a couple of uh, bits from uh, yesterday on Capitol Hill. Pramila Jayapal, who is no friend of America, no friend of Western civilization, no friend of Israel. No, no friend of capitalism um, and no friend of the English language, apparently. Yesterday, she was taking shots at, uh, you know, President Trump. What else, of course, uh, for being on our side is his primary offense. If you're on our side, then they're against you. And here's Pramila Jayapal yesterday uh, demonstrating her command of the English language. We're going to talk about outrageous things that have happened or things that have never happened. Let's talk about the fact that President Trump incited an erection. Uh, and <laughs> maybe that, too. <laughs> yeah, you could talk about that, too, I guess. Yes, in fact, she, she did catch herself, which is more than Joe Biden would do. It's more than, uh, well, Chuck Schumer, because Democrats, they have a lot of sexual issues, don't they? Gender issues, sexual issues, sexual identity issues. And um, they're, they're unwell, aren't they? And we know that according to scientific studies, that if you self-describe as a liberal, you're much more likely to raise a mentally ill child. So become a conservative, your child will be less likely to be mentally ill. That's a scientific fact. But Chuck Schumer, he, uh, he's the Lizard King. He's well known as the Lizard King. And the Lizard King was uh, talking about President Trump uh, a while back also. There will be a trial, and when that trial ends, senators will have to decide if they believe Donald John, Donald John Trump incited the erection, insurrection against the United States. They really, I think they secretly admire President Trump, don't you? They, they say they, they've got some kind of a secret love affair for him. And John Berman, who is a pipsqueak of an anchor, you don't hear that term very often anymore, pipsqueak, a pipsqueak of an anchor, he went to Harvard. He's Jewish, but that doesn't mean he's not an anti-Semite. He could still be a Jewish anti-Semite. It's part of the Democrat Party's program these days. He's pro-Hamas, I assume, because they're all pro-Hamas now. John Berman is also, uh, uh, I think, strangely attracted to President Trump as well. So you uh, are going to sit and listen to the Senate impeachment trial of the former president of the United States, who has been impeached for inciting the erection, uh, inciting the insurrection at the U.S. Capitol. I think I see a pattern emerging here. I think there's a theme that has been established by the left, and... When they think of President Trump, where does their mind go? That's 
maybe a little bit peculiar, but given all of their sexual issues, maybe it shouldn't be too surprising. Extraordinary. All right, now, um, President Trump appeared on the Fox News Channel last night in what they're calling a town hall, I guess, from uh, Iowa, the great state of Iowa where they have the caucuses on Monday, a mere four days away now. And, um, you know, I got to say all the hype and the TV and the ratings and the clicks and the... But um, last night, President Trump, town hall, Fox News, uh, talking about, you know, they, the news media puts these headlines out there. You said you're going to seek revenge. You, you said you're going to be a dictator. You're going to, and they misrepresent everything because that's the filthy role of our filthy news media in the United States of America. Question from the audience at uh, the Trump town hall last night. Some of my friends that supported you in 2020 are not this time. Uh, because they believe a Trump presidency will bring four years of chaos due to your haters. What is your response to them? Due to your haters? Well, see, now that's an interesting form of terrorism, that the mob street political violence that the Democrats have normalized in the United States from Seattle and Portland to Chicago and Washington and New York and Atlanta and Ferguson and beyond. Um, And then... You know, some people got it into their head that this is normal political activity now. And then January 6th happened. And that's the one outlier, I guess. According, to, But due to your, your haters, due to your haters, that there will be, there will be chaos. Um, so that is an implied threat by the Democrat Party, the left, that there will be violence everywhere if Trump wins. And it's a good bet. Uh, that's why it's hard to find ammo again. But never mind that. And uh, President Trump responded. They have chaos now. They have chaos at the border. They have chaos in the military. People are going woke. We have the greatest military in the world, except for the top, where they want to, you know, turn this beautiful thing. We built, we beat ISIS, knocked them out. It was supposed to take four years. I did it in literally three months. It was supposed to take four or five years. But we have chaos now. Look at today with Hunter Biden going into the, going into Congress and just sitting down and the bedlam that's been caused. Today you have chaos. And that's absolutely true. Today you have chaos. And it goes well beyond that as well. Um, We have two wars, war in the Middle East, war in Europe. we got the Houthi rebels shooting at shipping going into the Suez Canal or trying to. The economy is in shambles and they tell us it's great. Uh, The crime is off the charts all over America. Uh, Biden and the Democrats are the party of chaos. We have chaos. I think more with Joe Biden. He can't put two sentences together, and he's representing us on nuclear weapons with Putin and Xi and all of these very smart people. The media hates when I say they're smart. But let me tell you, they're very smart and they're very cunning. And uh, I think he had very little chaos. I think most of the chaos was caused by the Democrats constantly going after me. Uh, at, at, at a bare minimum. And being weak and spineless, being jellyfish, War in the Middle East, Iran is dialing up all of their proxies in Iraq and Syria, attacking American troops hundreds of times. I think 130 times since, is that just since the new year? War in the Middle East, expecting it to go up in flames even more. The Houthis, again, attacking commercial shipping, headed into the Red Sea toward the Suez Canal. 
that is very disruptive to global trade. What is what is Biden doing? He's the agent of chaos. By comparison, the Trump administration was calm and cool and placid and economically prosperous and a dollar 87 a gallon gasoline. No war control over our border. Carjackings were actually unusual. Now they're an everyday occurrence in every city. Your Democrat party is the party of chaos. Why don't they hire me to do their messaging? Why can't the Republicans message this? President Trump takes it on. He took it on last night. I've got it for you coming up. President Trump last night on the Fox News Channel with Brett Baer and Martha McCallum uh, talking about this and that. And they, you know, when Donald Trump was talking, if I remember correctly, to good old, uh, what's his name, Sean Hannity, and uh, said, you know, oh, these headlines say you're going to be a dictator. And he made a quick joke. Yeah, I'm going to be a dictator day one. I'm going to secure our border and drill, drill, drill. So he was asked about that, and then the media has been misrepresenting it ever since. President Trump was asked about that and addressed that last night. They use that narrative because they have nothing else. Now, the new narrative they have, as you know, is I'm going to be a dictator. That's going to be the new narrative because a guy like Biden, there's nothing he can run on. Everything he's turned out, it's turned out badly. And what did he say when he was asked, uh, Hannity, are you going to be a dictator? Yeah, I'm going to be a dictator day one. And they love to just stop it there, the quote the news media does, right? Um, and say, yeah, he said he's going to be a dictator. He said, yeah, I'm going to secure the border and drill, drill, drill. So we have cheap energy. Uh, Brett Baer and Donald Trump. Can you say tonight that political violence is never acceptable? Well, of course that's right. And, of course, I'm the one that had very little of it. Take a look at wars again. I didn't start. I wasn't involved in wars. We beat the hell out of ISIS. We won 100%. We brought our troops back home. Kind of non-responsive to the question, but there is a very good answer to that question, and it is the hundreds of riots, the dozens of people murdered, the thousands of police officers injured, the billions in property damage, all perpetrated by the Democrat Party. From coast to coast in cities large and small, across America, largely in the name of St. George of Fentanyl, who died of a cardiac event while being arrested for yet another felony. But the Democrats love felons and fentanyl and methamphetamine and crime. The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen.